0: Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Tuesday, July 20th. I'm Blair Kirkhoff. In this disappointing season, at least the Royals have top prospects to follow, and that's what we're doing on today's show. Bobby Witt Jr. and Nick Prado are starting what we believe will be short stays at Class AAA Omaha. Star columnist Sam Mellinger and I discuss what it means for Witt and Prado to be elevated from Class AA and how long it might take before we see them in Kansas City Royals uniforms. We touch on several other topics, including the status of pitching prospects Daniel Lynch and Jackson Kowar, the recent fortune of Hunter Dozier, and what Nicky Lopez did to improve his approach at the plate this season. Just as we were putting the finishing touches on editing the show, we got word that starting pitchers Danny Duffy and Brady Singer were put on the injury list. Another tough break for the Royals. Okay, let's get started with the show that started as a Sports Beat Live. Welcome to Sports Beat Live from sunny Kansas City, our weekly chat session about the Kansas City Royals. We talk Royals with you. Join us with your questions and comments. And before we get started, let's thank our sponsor, the University of Kansas Health System. So the four of us today will talk Royals. <laughs> um, we've got. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's here. I'm the one you can count on. <laughs> <That's right>. Apparently, <laughs> Sam is here. We've got we've had some uh, conflicts with uh, some scheduling conflicts with Lynn and Vahe. They'll be back next week. Lynn's conflict is pretty interesting. Yeah, And we're going to spend some time talking about that for sure. But what I want to ask you first, Sam, is there are uh, let's just say you have the option to watch two baseball games today. You can only pick one. <laughs> One is the Kansas City Royals playing a 3 o'clock game today against the Milwaukee Brewers. Good Brewers team, right? You can see Lorenzo Cain, and, you know, it's the Royals. The other one involves a minor league team, the Omaha Storm Chasers. They start at 11 a.m. today, and uh, they take on the St. Paul Saints. It's a minor league game uh, versus a major league game. But which one might have more interest to you?
1: The one that Lynn's going to
0: (laughs) today. That's right, more covering
1: (laughs) (laughs) that. right, exactly, exactly. Look, I I think we all, and and not just in baseball, um, although I think this is truer in baseball than other sports, we make too much out of debuts and what happens, you know, like, I remember Tuffy Rhodes. I, mean, I don't know why that's in my head, but he <laughs> meant like four for Tuffy. four, with like four home runs or three home runs <laughs> three or something. Runs, yeah. He was Willie Mays. On opening day. And then he wasn't, you know. Um, I don't know why that's in my head. But, um, you know, so it doesn't, you know, if, if Bobby Witt Jr. goes 0 for 4, three strikeouts today, he's still a good player. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And if he goes 4 for 4, three home runs, he's still got some work to do. But um, I, it's just the, the, the change in level is interesting. And, and it's something new. It's something fresh. And I don't know how true this is, but, uh, you know, it used to be said that, like, AAA, A AA was, like, high-end talent, like a lot of talented right. guys that needed some refining. And then AAA, and I'm thinking of pitchers mostly, um, is guys that maybe had some big league experience, didn't have the high-end stuff, but were, you know, kind of crafty, you know, could, could, could eat on a hitter's weakness a little bit. And I don't know how true that is. I think the, the pitching, I've heard this from a couple different scouts, the pitching in that league is not very good. <laughs> um, you know, guys are, guys are raking um, I actually looked this up the other day. Um, teams are averaging almost like five yard, five runs a game. Wow! Uh, on the league on base percentage is like three fifty or something like that. Um, the Royals or the Storm Stormchasers, I, I should say, um, it's like most of the top ten in that league in home runs plays in Omaha. <laughs> it, it's pretty. So the, the, you know they might put up some numbers, but I'm just curious to see how they how they adjust to that different level, especially well. I'm talking too much because there are a couple things that, that I think are going to be interesting to watch in the next few weeks with them.
0: Okay. No, no doubt about it. And one of the things that's going to be interesting to watch is to see if Bobby, Bobby Wood Jr. gets off to the same kind of slow start yeah. that, he, that, yep. he, that he did Northwest Arkansas. Yep. You're suggesting, just based on the pitching, and maybe there's some ballpark factors too, that he might not, we might not see a you know, uh, whatever it was, five for 30 out of yeah. the gate or
1: something. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to paint this as, like, you know, mid-90s course Field or whatever, but um, <laughs> the offensive numbers are – I mean, the guys can hit in that league. And you're right. I mean, like, Bobby Witt Jr., especially, I mean, that first 20 games or so, yeah, 18, 19, yeah. 20, he was struggling. Um, and – Rightfully so, <laughs> you know, kid had played 37 games in rookie ball or whatever, and then spring training, and then he's, you know, there's, there's some grown men in A, and those are really good players, and so I, I am curious about that, or if it's just, look, man, he's figured it out, and he's going to keep launching, um, and then obviously the, the biggest jump from, from AAA um, to the big leagues, but one thing I want to, besides the start that you just mentioned, um, both those guys are raking, Prado and, and Witt Jr., especially their power numbers um, and on base. Um, but th- their strikeout numbers are pretty high, too. Um, I, I've, one's played in 60 games. The other's played in 61. One has, I think, 67 strikeouts. The other one has, like, 80. That's in double A. I, 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 I want to keep an eye on that. I want to see. And, and um, with Witt Jr., especially, his strikeout numbers have actually dropped as his power and on base has right, gone up. Right. So he really seemed to have figured something out. But I'm just curious about that. They've got some swing and miss, and, and I'm curious how that plays uh, now at AAA.
0: Yeah, that, that is something to keep an eye on uh, because you would hope that uh, the, the, the swing and miss numbers would be lower in the lower wire yeah. leagues, right? And yeah. you'd see a little increase going forward. But you also make a good point about um, the, the quality of baseball in, you know, in A AA versus AAA – Maybe that's changed a little bit because of the new minor league system mm-hmm. in baseball. You, you do see more. Um, the Royals still use Omaha as their foray, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know Edward Alvarez is out there playing center field now. Kyle yep. Isbell is there. We know Daniel Lynch who's starting today, and Jackson Kowar are up there. These are all guys we think are going to end up, you know, in, in Royals uniform later in the year. They have been in the Royals uniform, so I, I think maybe the. the, the there's a reason why uh, that, that um, Prado and 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 uh, and Witt didn't go from Northwest Arkansas to the Royals. They, they went to AAA Omaha yeah. because th- th- I think the Royals brass think that's that's just the next logical step for them, right?
1: Yeah, I think that those days of and look, there, there's a million different perspectives on this. Not just thirty different clubs, but inside of each club, there's different scouts that have different ways of thinking about this. But there was a time where a lot of guys did make that jump from AA right, right. up and. Those days, I think, have really, those are rare now. And I think they're going to be even more rare going forward, or at least in the next year or two. Because I've heard it said, and again, there's a million different ways to think about this, but I've heard it said that AAA now is more like how AA used to be. That all the reorganization, there's just not as many guys, and it's just, it's, it's just not what it used to be. And so that jump, I was going to say if and when, but when it happens for those guys to get to the big leagues, um, maybe, that, and maybe that's part of what we've seen. Um, you know, the, the struggles with Lynch and Coar, And I know there's other guys, Wander Franco. There's there's other guys around the big leagues who have done just fine uh, when they, they get called they, up. They always I get seem that. to. Those, <laughs> those guys on
0: other teams yeah. always seem yeah. to make that yeah.
1: adjustment. And look, Wander Franco is
0: like a different
1: breed. Yeah. I mean, that guy's right. been the number one prospect in baseball for a few years. He has.
0: And, and um, maybe Witt is that guy, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the, the one thing, um, there's no question about either of those guys defensively. Both those guys right. are really good athletes. Um, you know, Prado, and some of this is just kind of lazy comparison maybe because he's left-handed and he was drafted by the Royals, but that, there was an Eric Cosmer comparison with him um, defensively. And, um, and he's come I mean, if, if this continues, his timeline is really picked up from what the Royals had a right to believe they had in Prado when they signed Carlos Santana to a two-year deal. Maybe it becomes a thing where Santana DHs next year, and Prado plays first, who knows? Because um, I think the primary DH this year is not gonna be on the team
0: anymore. I, I agree with that. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> I mean, gonna be a right field either. <laughs> no,
1: yeah, so Prado can play the position really well. Bobby Witt Jr. is, you know, a ridiculous athlete. He can play shortstop, although <laughs> if Mondesi's healthy, he's probably gonna play a different position. Um, but the, the question is just, it's, it's approach, you know? And it's just, those strikeout numbers, um, making sure you take your walks when when they're there, and and hit the ball hard when they make a mistake.
0: So, Witt is the player that we have, or the prospect that we spend ninety percent of our time discussing, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Prado is pretty interesting, He's right? So interesting. Um, just what he, what he, you know, we talk about what a wasted season last year was for minor leaguers in terms of development. There was there was no minor league baseball season, yeah. so it was all done, you know, at at uh, the, the, the all teams. Sides. All yeah. sides. Thank you. And, and the and the Royals was over at community or uh, whatever we call it now Legends Field, Legends, Community yeah. American Ballpark, yeah. T-Bones, yeah. uh, Monarchs, Monarch, right. <laughs> all the names well, they all so. they all apply. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all apply. Yeah. Um, and, and there were just these mixed reviews of what it was about and did it serve any purpose? But it seemed like one player who took advantage of it was Nick Prado. He was written off that not not by Royals
1: front office or scouts, but I know that there were some scouts around baseball that were like, this guy's cooked you know because i mean he was i forgot the numbers but they were miserable they were like national league pitcher hitting kind of numbers um
0: hunter Dozier numbers before it's four for four yeah
1: yeah. um and that was uh what high a yeah um, yeah. in in
0: 2019
1: and you know then you lose a year you lose a year um it's like well i don't know what what, what's this guy gonna be and my god like he, he seems to have Really use that time productively to get that swing back, and uh, you know I, he's not going to be like a three hundred and twenty kind of hitter, right. I don't think. Um, but God, he takes his walks and yeah, he that's hits sick. line drives and hits it out of the park sometimes. I mean, he already um, again. I was just looking at this yesterday, in in sixty games compared to one hundred and twenty four in high A, so you know half the time basically, um, he's hit fifteen home runs. In the 124 games, he only hit nine. Um, you know, his strikeout rate has actually come down. His walks—he's almost matched his walk total in 60 games. So, I mean, there's something going on there, um, and I mean, I'm sure that's something that we'll get into, um, that Lynn will get into when when he's in Omaha, and we'll continue to to follow, um, you know, as he approaches, as he gets closer to Kansas City. But God, that 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 is a huge change. If that keeps up, that is uh, an incredible success story. And not, just, I mean, he's the one that's doing it. Right. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of support Alex Zumwalt and a lot of other, you know, just sort of, uh, you know, organizational support that, that is, you know, kind of changing some approaches. And, um, and we've seen that, like, throughout the minor leagues. There was a stat, I'm sure you saw it, where um, Royals hitters' strikeout rates had, had gone down like 22%. Mm-hmm. And their pitcher strikeout rates had gone up like 25% or something compared to 2019. So they're doing some interesting things down there.
0: Um, and it seems like uh, Witt and Prado are sort of tied at the hip. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're moving together. Um, they had success in Arkansas together. They even posed for a photo outside of Warner Park at, yeah. up in Papillion together. So um, they, they will, I, I suspect, we'll see them in Kansas City together later in, in, in September. I
1: yeah, and, and, and that's, you know, the Royals, and they're not, there's 29 other teams that probably do something similar. But the Royals are very, uh, they prioritize those relationships. And you remember, like, uh, Eric Hosmer and Mike Moustakas didn't really know each other. I'm, I'm sure they had met and knew of each other, same agent and Yeah, one things, was but, Florida, one um, was California, yeah, I mean, and yeah. high school kids. But as soon as they got, you know, uh, reported to the Royals, I guess it would have been Hosmer, right? Moustakas was a yeah. year earlier. Yeah. Um, they're rooming together. You know, it's, it's like an arranged marriage, almost. <laughs> and, and we're, I mean, those guys are super good friends, you know? Like, right. probably, you know, I think they would each call each other one of their best friends that they have. And the, the Royals are doing something similar. And then it's, just, it, it's just interesting because it was before Prado was mashing at AA. It was Bobby Wood Jr., Nick Prado, you guys are rooming together. Um, and right. I believe Home End Road, at least in, um, what city is that? Northwest Arkansas, wherever. Yeah. I, I forgot the name of the city. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of an arranged deal. And, God, it looks like pretty <laughs> pretty good cornerstones going forward.
0: I, I wonder where M.J. Melendez fits into this, yeah. too. I mean, he's he's actually leading the, I don't know if it's, it's not AAA, but maybe the division that Omaha is in. He's leading them in home or uh, Northwest Arkansas in in, um, in home runs. So um, uh, again, just another another player who is garner, garnering attention that you kind of pin some hopes on for the future. A guy that you can see in a Royals uniform here pretty soon,
1: and another guy that had a miserable 2018 or 2019 season at the plate just yeah no right no production and um mj Melendez is an interesting guy too i mean um son of a coach uh college coach i believe right uh you know just sort of lives the game grew up like on fields and stuff like that and i always wonder like guys like like specifically guys like that how they handle big time struggles you know because look you're projecting a little bit i imagine a guy like that baseball is more of an identity than it is for um you know like eric hosmer for instance he's just in my head but you know son of a firefighter yeah. and, you know it's just that's 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 where he's always been um but he seems to ha- handle it really well the the the, the uh, very high the royals are very high on him just sort of um uh as as a former chief gm would say high on his person you know <laughs> like just who he is I know, sort that of former chief GM. <laughs> as, a, as a teammate and all that so um, yeah I mean, they're just it, look, the big leagues is what matters, and they've been miserable this year, obviously. But um, there, there's some really interesting stuff going on, you know, in, in the minors right now.
0: Another one is uh, Oliveris. We mentioned him earlier. I, I suspect the Royals are the Royals are looking at him as a future starting outfielder. Yeah, too, don't you think?
1: I mean, I think he's got the chance, right? Like, um, you know, he when hit they,
0: 339 uh, in Omaha. was oh, just
1: destroying yeah. AAA pitching. Um, you know, I mean, he was like a. <sighs> You know, sort of a a ceiling, right? Like a little bit of a buy low with some ceiling guy when they traded uh, when they traded the Padres for him. And um, but yeah, I mean, I think the, look, he he's either a four A player, um, he's at least that, um, or he's a fourth outfielder, or he's a starting outfielder. I mean, there there's that's yeah. that's the range for him right now. I don't think he's going to be a star, um, but he can play the position, he can play the outfield and help you there. And um, got some athleticism, um, and I just he he needs some regular. I mean, he's just been we – we can make jokes about, you know, <laughs> I-29 or whatever, but, God, I think he's been up and down three, four, five times. Four,
0: so. four times before the All-Star break. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous.
1: Just uh, give him – I don't know what it is, four weeks, five weeks, something just some, – some steady plate appearance. I, I, and I think they'll do that. I, I, think, I think they'll – you know, um, I think Jorge Soler, <laughs> those days are numbered. Um, absolutely i would believe and you know find out what you have in all Harris and um and see if he's a piece Kind you know what they were trying to do with um manny rivera and and i think they were trying to get him some time at third base to see where bobby witt jr would fit later on and then you know he breaks <laughs> his handmate bone or whatever that is um so he's going to be out another time but anyway just uh, some steady time see what you do and and go from there
0: all right. B- before we start talking about the Kansas City Royals, um, let's let's keep in Omaha just for another moment. Uh, I mentioned earlier Daniel Lynch is actually starting today's game. Yeah. And as soon as the show is over, um, tune into wherever you can tune into Omaha Storm Chasers baseball. And Jackson Kowar in his last outing, had nine, uh, eight Ks in six innings or five innings. Something really nice start for him. Um, are, are you? Are you convinced that take two will be different for those guys when it when it happens this year?
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not convinced, um, but I'm also not convinced that these guys are garbage just because of their struggles. Uh, I mean the talent matters, right? At some point, like daniel, there's there's just not a lot of guys that are that size, that long, you know, with a slider, fastball combination like that. Uh, you know, Coar with you know what he's got changed. Well, also, like there's just those guys are 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 a little bit different. And look, there's a lot of talented players that have just failed and like not had any sort of big league career. So that you know that's sort of like the the entry fee, the cover charge to get into the big leagues. Um, and then you got to do it. But um, no, I mean they they've got to perform. But I just I, I get it. Um, like the tendency to you know we've seen these guys and they stunk. So move on, or whatever, I get yeah, like that sort yeah. of fan reaction, but um, they put a lot of time into these guys, and these guys have like committed their lives to this, and uh, you know, they, would not, they would be far from the first pitchers, or players, or whatever, to come up, struggle immensely, go down, learn, wait, come back up, and have really good careers. Um, that's what I would bet on, but right. I, don't, I don't think anybody, you can't be sure about anybody,
0: right? Time and signing bonus money. Into yeah, the, the, the <laughs> right, industry, right, 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 for sure. So, look, we're. we're uh, I imagine if we were doing Sports Beat Live back in 2011, 2012, eleven, twenty twelve, we'd be having the same conversations about. Oh my god, oh, when, when is it? it going to happen? And are, aren't they years behind schedule? And <laughs> yes, I look. Like, I, I yes, every every time I hear
1: like, um, you know, Mike Matheny doesn't know what he's doing, or you know, whatever. <laughs> right. It's like Ned Yost was everybody's idiot. People hated him. He's yeah. he's a, a joke. And then all of a sudden they're gonna make a statue of him someday. Like <laughs> and he was the same guy. Right, right, you know, right. whichever side you want to take, he was the same guy before and after. And yeah, I mean Mike Mistakes was demoted in what, May or June or whatever of, of, two th- of 2014. Yeah. And then he was killed it in the postseason. Went down, just kind of mentally reset. It just yeah, and you know, reached a breaking point. Yeah. Eric Hosmer was was it 2012 or 2000? 2000, I think it was 2012 was pretty bad. Uh, and and people, you know, bust, like all this stuff. Zach Green, like there's just the Royals history. You don't have to be, you don't have to have followed the Royals that long to have all these examples of guys. Lorenzo Cain couldn't stay healthy. You know, uh,
0: Wade Davis stunk. Um, they got to do better than Escobar at shortstop. Yes. They got to find somebody better than Escobar.
1: All this stuff. And, you know, look, that that's nobody would guarantee um, that. You know, Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be in the next bo- dog pile or whatever. But right. um, you know, just if guys have struggles, it doesn't mean that they can't get over it. And I, w- I would argue, the more I'm around baseball, the more I just really believe that um, the ability to handle those slumps is a very underappreciated, undervalued trait because they all hit them, right? and and it's the guys and at that level I mean you're just walking on a tightrope. I don't know how these guys do it. The pitchers or the hitters. It just seems like way too hard at that level. I mean these guys are so good and to have just the mental, you know, fortitude to kind of walk that tightrope even when you're 2 for 30 or whatever and and keep going. I think that that's a lot of what separates the good and the bad.
0: Okay, let's take a break and when we come back, we will talk about as unpleasant as it is, (laughs) the the Kansas City Royals. And what's going on with the parent club? It's only a kick. A jump. A block.
1: It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas.
0: The Kansas City Royals lineup is backed up by the region's strongest team in healthcare, the University of Kansas Health System. We both suit up with one goal in mind to win. The University of Kansas Health System, official healthcare provider of the Royals. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Please visit KansasCity.com sportsbeatkc offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey, welcome back to Sports Beat Live, where, we're, where Sam takes a coffee break. And uh, while we talk royals, Todd Moore asks, um, or doesn't ask, but uh, suggests, set Ryan O'Hearn down and bring up a kid. We know what O'Hearn is. Let's try something else. I was kind of encouraged when O'Hearn came back. And I think it was on, they were on the, the trip where they went to uh, New York, Boston, and Texas, mm-hmm. that road trip. And he was, he was ranking pretty good. He, had, he took advantage of the, the short you know, right field at Yankee Stadium to hit a couple of home runs. I don't know what O'Hearn is now, though, when I, when I see him on a regular basis. What's your thought on him? He might be a 4A guy. Yeah. You know, he yeah. may be one of those guys.
1: And that's, again. I just think about like how good these guys are that establish big league careers. I mean, if Ryan O'Hearn is so good at baseball, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. But like, right, the difference between him and Carlos Santana, or you know, potentially Nick Prado, or anything, it's just it's significant. I mean, he he may just be a guy, uh,
0: you know, that's just not quite a big leaguer. I've seen you use this um, uh, this gesture before that it, it, you know, when you're at the plate the difference could be that much, yes. that much between, <laughs> yeah. you know, hitting the ball out of the ballpark and, and yeah. swinging and missing or whatever. But yeah. that, that's exactly right. I mean, yeah. that is exactly right. And that's true on both sides with Royals pitching, uh-huh. uh, missing, mm-hmm. you know, by that much. Uh, I, I think that was uh, that was a problem for, especially for for uh, Lynch and Coar, I mean, it, More like that much, I guess, yeah, with, right. <laughs> with those guys. <laughs> right. But uh, anyway... <laughs> So, the Royals come back from the All Star break and they get the win over Baltimore. You know, the, the team with the second worst record in Major League Baseball, the Baltimore Orioles, come to town. And the Royals look good. Whit Merrifield goes four for four. Uh, Nicky Lopez, who we should probably mention a little bit later, anyways, really playing nicely for the Royals. He had a big game, four RBIs. And then the Royals ran into a couple of Cy Young Award winning pitchers, Jorge Lopez and <laughs> Matt Harvey, the next two days, cast-offs by the Royals, by the way. Harvey came into the game with a 770 ERA. Yeah. Lopez, the Royals, you know, it wasn't good enough for the Royals, but they came in and shoved. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, in a season of low points for, for the Royals, I think this past weekend is on the list.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes, uh, and unfortunately, people who follow the Royals have been through this before, you know, of just sort of, ranking bad. Um, and sometimes you feel like a prisoner of the moment, right? And you forget some other ridiculous thing that happened. Um, but it would be a low point even if it wasn't at home. And it would be a low point even if it wasn't right out of the All-Star break and the third game of the All-Star break, the Royals don't have an announced starting pitcher. <laughs> right. You know? And it would be a low point even if it wasn't <laughs> Lopez <laughs> And Harvey, who, I mean, it's just, God, man. Um, but Dozier went four for four.
0: He did. He did. Look, maybe, maybe it's different. Von he wrote a nice column for Sunday's game he about did. that. And, and you know, uh, Dozier hurt his thumb on opening day, right? Mm-hmm. Just on a swing, mm-hmm. and it bothered him for a couple of weeks directly, and kind of indirectly bothered him for another couple of months. And uh-huh. I, I think you know, he, he was he opened up a little bit about it
1: he did it was really interesting um uh, and look i know people can like stop making excuses or whatever but um i thought he was accountable i didn't feel like he's was a good way it. whining or anything you know he said that's on me you know um i can't let it bother me that long but what i thought the part it was all interesting and i hope people read what vahe wrote i thought the most interesting thing that 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 dozier said was that he was trying to go the other way because when you watch him through the struggles, it looks like he's trying to pull everything. But, because he's kind of bailing sometimes. And uh, But in his mind, he was afraid that he kept saying getting blown up, which basically means, you know, like inside pitch and whatever. But and so he's trying to go the other, I just thought that was really interesting, that he let it um, affect his swing and, and his approach. And it's just like, um, you can forget like that these guys all have stuff that they're dealing with all the time, physical, mental, whatever. And he's right that, I think he said that's a bad job by me, I can't let two or three days turn into two or three months. Exactly. And he's exactly right, that's a bad job by him. It's just its just interesting when you can, oh okay, that's what was happening, shouldn't have happened, should have been fixed quicker, or should have been fixed by now, and we don't mm-hmm. know if it is or not. Um, but I, I thought that was interesting.
0: Well, and let's keep in mind, he went 4-for-4 four four against Orioles pitching. Yep. Um, so we'll see where it goes from here. Sure, They're playing totally. the Brewers, right, the next yep. couple of days. Um, and again, I mentioned Nicky Lopez, and, and Lynn Worthy had a really nice story on on Nicky Lopez. Just here's a guy who also kind of copped to uh, making a mistake last year by trying to put on weight. Mm-hmm. He thought that was going to help his swing mm-hmm. and help his power a little bit. and. Turns out, what a mistake that was for him. It affected it affected his swing in a, in a negative way. He he um, you know changed his approach and now look um, he's not an all star. He's he's still you know he's still a Gold Glove candidate second baseman. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say that about him at shortstop. Yeah. Um, but the Royals ran an interesting graphic when he came to the plate in one of those Orioles games where he is leading. I don't know if it was the American League or the Major Leagues, in a lot of offensive categories, for a number nine hitter. Mm-hmm. So you can say the Royals are getting as much or more from Nicky Lopez than could have expected.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a weird way to look at it. People are probably not going to see it the same way. Um, but I actually think long term, the, the experiment trying to put on weight, good for him. Like, in, in my view, try it. You know, Whit Merrifield did that. Remember his like yeah. 15 eggs a day diet or whatever. <laughs> um and and he turned himself into a much better player. He he would have been a big leaguer, but now he's a guy that gets a contract extension and makes do all-star mm-hmm. games because he got he did get stronger and he took that chance. I'm all for it, man. Like for Nicky Lopez to try it and then to recognize mm-hmm. that it didn't work. And, and look, his body is different than Wits Wits is more Wits not a huge guy, but he's more equipped to
0: seems like it, right? to hit
1: hit for power than than Nicky Lopez. You know, he, he kept remember there was like they sent him down to AAA A and he was bummed about it. And then uh like a minute later, Mondesi's oblique went out and so they called him back up. It was it was kind of an awkward It was kind of spring deal. training. He yeah. was, he was
0: not gonna be on the opening day roster. Yeah, and,
1: and then and then he was the starting shortstop on the opening day roster and um and he talked a lot about, um, and he kept saying it like this, like, I, I just need to be Nicky Lopez. I need to be who Nicky Lopez is. I just need to, you know. And, and I think that's, that's basically what he meant, is just be, be a guy that you can win with and not win because of. Um, those guys make a lot of money. <laughs> you Thank know? You. And, and actually, like, um, defensively at second base, he is as good as anybody. And um, I've thought, like, as the season has gone on, um, I've thought at shortstop he's been a little bit better. Um, I, I thought he kind of struggled
0: there in April. Not terrible. No, not terrible. But just, I, I agree. I, he's made some plays and he's made some plays, defensive plays at shortstop that I thought. Hmm, you yeah, know, that's. I didn't. I don't remember him doing that in April.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and you know, it's, it's kind of a weird deal too because um, you know originally it was um that's where Bobby Witt was going to play
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, second base, and what does that mean for Nicky Lopez, right? And uh, so th- there was a lot of like up and down mental stuff that Lopez is dealing with um, over the last what six months or whatever. Um, but you know he's 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 figured out kind of who he is. He's going to hit the ball hard, not far, <laughs> you know, and um, and again be a guy that you can win with. I mean that's if, if he's their starting second baseman, um, if this is who he is, and he's their starting second baseman and hit ninth for the next four or five years, that's that's pretty good. And then. You know that's a spot that's filled up, and then you know maybe Witt plays whatever third base Dozier goes to right whatever you 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 can mm-hmm. the the pieces start to fall into place a little bit.
0: Um, we should mention uh, the best pitcher Danny Duffy threw uh, pretty well in his start. The first you know the, as they uh, you know reshuffled the rotation coming out of the All Star break, he went four and a third. I was hoping he'd go five because they were, by then the Royals had the big lead. I want Danny to get as many W's, even though that's that's less important than it ever was. But I just don't know how much longer he's going to be a royal. Yeah, uh, He seems to me, listen, he, all, all the, you know, he, he he's expressed his willingness, not willingness, but uh, just desire to stay a royal for his entire career. And it might not happen for him. It, yeah. it might not. The royals have to make some decisions about him and a couple other guys too. But, what do, you, what do you think about Danny Duffy and prospects of him leaving the Royals?
1: I mean, I'm like everybody else, right? Like, I really like Danny Duffy, and um, I very much appreciate how he is. Uh, I mean, let's just be honest, with us, with, with the media, um, also with fans, the way he interacts. I just think he's super respectful, and, um, you know, I, I'm never going to forget, like, that Eric Hosmer called him his favorite teammate of all time. Like, that stuff, he doesn't just say that about well literally anybody else right and um he's having a really good year but it's just he he can he can help somebody you know Um, absolutely he's not gonna be you know uh you know what like eight innings one run nine strikeouts like maybe those days are gone but um he can get outs he can get big leaguers out and there's not you know there's not a ton of guys left-handed that can that have that kind of track record so I think he'll generate some interest. It's really interesting to me, though, too, is you know, he's got the 10-5 right, so he, he can veto a trade, and I don't know how he'd feel about that. I, I could see him going either way. I guess my sense is that if the Royals approached him and said, hey, um, the Padres, or whoever, is calling, we want you to know that there's an opportunity for you if you want it to, to play for a contender this year, but what do you think about that? I could see him saying, you know what, like, let's give it a go. Um, I want to. I want to feel that again. Um, that's where I think he would land, but I could also see him saying, "You know what? I like it here, and, and this is my home, and I and I don't want to move." It's just. It's a really interesting thing to to to, to
0: watch for. Well, and part of the conversation, if the Royals have that with Duffy, would be, and we, we could bring you back next year. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be the rent a player for yeah. the Padres. Yeah. And and, and,
1: and yeah, and, and you don't know like how the exactly how those conversations would go, but I I wonder if they could say like, "Look, man, like just see." If you like it somewhere else, and if you still want to come back here, we're here.
0: Yeah, yeah, we
1: love you. You know all those things, but just, just, just find out. Um, you know, again, I, that's a personal decision. I could see him going either way.
0: What's What's the deadline? Uh, is it thirty first? It's the thirtieth this 30th. year. Thirtieth. Okay. Which I think is a Friday. Okay. It was interesting. Um, I was telling Beth, our producer, that uh, before we came in here, I saw that Carlos Santana was trending on on Twitter, and I thought, Uh-oh, <laughs> what, uh oh, what. You know, it some, some block. You know, first of all, I don't think if the Royals traded Carlos Santana, it would rise to the level of a t- Twitter trend. <laughs> <laughs> turns out, it's the 74th birthday of the musician Carlos yeah. Santana. <laughs> yeah. So um, he can help somebody though, too. <laughs> yes, he can. <laughs> you know? Oh come above, yeah, come on, baby. Actually, I do think I think Carlos Santana, the Royal, can help somebody. Um, you yeah. know, he's one of the veteran clubhouse guys who's, who's been in the postseason. Yeah, Many times, really well liked, um, and is just did that with the Phillies, one didn't he? He was the Phillies in like 18, I think. Didn't he do that? Uh, interrupt his Cleveland? I, I may be wrong about that, but it seems like he that. he did that once.
1: He uh, he's just a pain in the butt to pitch against. You know, yeah. I mean, he's just he's gonna have a six or seven pitch at bat. Uh, really well liked guy. Uh, you know, the, the Royals are gonna get in, and I, I I can hear fans like rolling their eyes about this, but. The Royals would have a little bit of hesitation trading him because he fits their timeline, you know of, right. you know with Nick Prado and he's really good for their lineup and they don't have a lot of guys that are doing these you know professional long pain in the butt at bats and the, those can help other you know. they wouldn't trade him for anything, but if, right. if somebody gave him a big offer,
0: you know maybe they'. Wouldn't. 2018 uh, with the Phillies. How about that? I forget yeah, about that. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but that was a full season. That wasn't a, uh, that wasn't a. God, I have no recollection of, that. of him being a Philly, huh? Yeah. And, uh, okay, as we said, the Royals played the Milwaukee Brewers today at 315 or 310, first pitch. And the reason that game got moved Yeah. <laughs> is because of game six of the NBA Finals in Milwaukee tonight, uh, Suns, Bucks. Did the Bucks close it out? I think so. I think so too. I really do. I, I think once I think a team wins three in a row after losing two, I just think yeah. they're they're on this they're on this wave. They've caught a wave. And I think
1: you I don't think you want to go back Game Seven on the road. But I did see somebody on Twitter said that there was a Scott Foster sighting in Milwaukee, <laughs> <laughs> and he is deployed for one reason and one reason only, and that is to
0: extend the series. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Right, that's right. All right, Sam. Thanks for being here today, buddy. Thanks, Blair. And thanks to Beth. Thanks to our sponsor, the University of Kansas Health System. And we'll do it again next Tuesday. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Tip of the cap, Sam Mellinger, for stopping by and talking Royals. Links to stories about the Royals can be found in the show notes and on kansascity.com. Hey, we got another deal for you. You can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. Sports Pass is the online version of the Star Sports section. You get all the stories that appear in the print editions of the Star, plus additional stories that appear only on the website, and of course, they appear first on KansasCity.com. After three months, it auto renews at $5.99 a month, unless you cancel. How do you get it? Go to KansasCity.com slash Sports Pass 2020, That's KansasCity.com slash SportsPast2020. you want more than just sports coverage? Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional national news, sports, and business coverage with the E-Edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account.KansasCity.com slash subscribe. If you're having trouble hunting down any of those offers, just send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I'll get you to the right place. So whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Wednesday with another episode.